I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't, practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about something brand new we have created called the Summer Antisocial School Mini Mind. Now, hear me out. Summer is here. So if you're like me, you're thinking about vacations and beach days and poolside cocktails, and you might be thinking, hey, I'm just going to put my business on pause so that I can enjoy my time and I'll come back in the fall. But here's the thing, your competition is not putting their business on pause. So let's think of a way where it can be both. It can be both fun and profitable, and you don't have to stop everything. Just a few short summers ago, I was in your position in what I would call a social media zombie, right? So endlessly scrolling, looking for answers, feeling like I was forcing myself to go to these networking businesses. And when I stopped, my business stopped. So I was feeling even more burnt out, which you might be feeling, but also working full time. And I felt like I was missing my kids' best years. So instead of wanting to go outside and play with them, I was barely holding my eyes open. And it took a huge toll on our family and me personally and mentally. So if you're nodding yes to this, this is where my antisocial framework actually came from because I needed to figure out a way to constantly fuel my business with leads all while I could step away. So it's all about ditching the social drama and focusing on growth and income strategies that work for you. So you're not chasing followers, you're just building real connections. But I get it, you don't wanna sign up for a long, complicated program over the summer, which is why we are excited to introduce you to the Anti-Social School Minimind. Class doesn't start until September, so you can enjoy your schedule and your summer, but 
Like I said, your competition isn't taking a vacation. So we created three months of resources that you can apply to your business schedule on your own time. Just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash antisocial to learn more. And when you put down a deposit, you get one free quarter in our club, which gives you weekly access to me to hold you accountable. Plus, we're gifting you the first module in antisocial school if you want to get ahead and every resource we've ever created in our Crush the Rush library. So don't let your business hit pause this summer. Enroll in the antisocial school summer mini mine with a deposit and unlock a summer of growth and profit. Just head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash antisocial to join us. On today's episode, we are talking with my friend and fellow Crush the Rush Collective Mastermind member, the SEO expert, Nina Gibson. And if you are like, what the heck is SEO? We are digging into how to start driving organic traffic on autopilot to all the things that you have been creating. So you definitely are going to want to keep listening. Nina is a veteran digital marketer since 2009 and a search maven who left the corporate world almost 10 years ago to start her own business. She is a mom of two who loves champagne, beach bumming, and living with an excessive amount of dog hair. So hello, two kids and three dogs. And Nina started Nina Gibson & Co. because after so much time helping enterprise-level clients her consulting business, she began to notice a trend, which I think we can all relate to. Everyone knew they needed to be doing something about SEO, aka search engine optimization, but they had no idea why or how to even get started. So now she helps female business owners stop the social media burnout and build a strong foundation for their online brand visibility with simple SEO strategies and tips. This is such a fun episode, you guys. I hope you love it as much as I do. And Nina gives you a crazy amount of tips to get started on your SEO right now. Hi, Nina. Welcome to the Crush Thrush podcast. How are you? Hey, Holly. I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. I know. I'm super excited too. Nina is like a star student in our mastermind. And while we're not necessarily talking about that today, I'm so excited for her to share her experience and her knowledge and all things SEO with you. But before we dig in, I would love um, Nina for you to tell us a little bit about you and how you got started and how you became the expert of all things SEO. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I've been in the digital marketing space for a long time, since 2009. And in 2014, I was the director of e-commerce for like a car rental aggregate. (laughs) Um, And their market was in Europe. And um, I got pregnant with my daughter and I was like, oh my goodness, I cannot do this full-time schedule, international travel, 60-hour work weeks, um, and have a baby. So I went out on my own. I worked Um, my full-time job and my side hustle until I felt like the side hustle would support um, me. And I just wanted to meet my corporate income. Right. Um, And so I went out on my own freelancing and it kind of just grew like people that I used to work with were like, Hey, Nina, we need somebody to be, you know, advise on this SEO project or Hey, Nina, can you help us run some paid ads? And it kind of just went from there. Um, And I was like, Oh, wow, this is, this is pretty cool. Um, And I tripled my corporate income And then in the last like two years, I've had this idea of being like, you know what, 
I love direct client management, but I really, really love helping women. And you and I had been chatting on Instagram um, and that sort of propelled me into being like, yes, I can sort of branch off and start this um, other side of my business where I'm helping um, female entrepreneurs sort of master their SEO. So that's how it kind of all started. And I've been in the search space for a long time. And just that experience working with enterprise level clients has led me to where I am today. I love that so much. So I think so many people can probably relate to your story. I mean, technically you have like a side hustle and a side hustle going on. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're working on now and what inspired you to make a pivot? Yeah. So I think honestly, like so many things, um, and for so many people, COVID was kind of like the catalyst for me. Um, I've had this idea for a long time, um, probably six or seven years, really since I went out on my own, that I wanted to help female business owners um, because I feel like there is such an opening for women to come together and talk about like the more technical side of digital marketing and things like that. Um, But I kind of pushed it aside and was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Um, And then COVID came and I was like, you know what? I can do this. Um, And then you and I were chatting and the mastermind kind of presented itself at this perfect time where I'd been churning this idea more heavily, you know, when something's kind of like whispering in your head and it won't go away. Um, And so that was really, you know, I was like, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. So I did it and here we are. So it's, it's pretty exciting. Yay. So your whole mission is to help female entrepreneurs really understand the technical side, specifically um, SEO. So if you're just getting started, can we just talk about why SEO is so important and like, what is, well, what does SEO stand for? If you're like, what are they talking about and why is it so powerful? Yeah. So SEO stands for search engine optimization, and it's basically making um, and optimizing your site and content in ways that make it more search friendly. So people can find your website and content when they're doing a Google or Bing search. Um, and it's important for so many different ways. The first of which everybody was talking about last week when Facebook and Instagram went down and everyone was like, oh my gosh. So that's the number one reason really is you want to build, um, your business and your brand visibility on a platform that you own, um, and not somebody else's platform. So having a place where all of your content lives, um, all of your messaging, all of the amazing things that you have to offer live in a place that you own and that you can control. So I think, um, you know, from a 2021 perspective, that's the number one reason. Um, and the second reason is, you know, social media isn't a marketing um, strategy. It's part of your marketing strategy, but you really need to be able to diversify where people are coming from um, to find the products or services that you offer. And there are 5.6 billion searches on Google a day. That's a lot of people. Yeah. So SEO like bridges the gap between um, what people need or answers that they're looking for and the products and services and answers you offer. So when you optimize your site and content for SEO, you're bridging that gap. And that person who's like, Hey, I really need like a business coach. I'm going to go online and find one. And you have this amazing content. That's like, Hey, I have exactly what you need. And that bridges the gap between that. And that's why it's so, so powerful. I love that. I will also say that SEO basically works for you. Like you don't have to do anything except these next steps that Nina's going to go through. Um, 
So your method is called the Slay Your SEO Method. And I know one of the main points in it is finding keywords that you can then put in the back end of your website or different places where people can um, put searchable keywords. So how do you find what keywords work for you? Yeah, that's a great question. So keywords are like the foundation of your SEO because you want to find what are the people that I serve looking for, right? What are they searching on? And there are a lot of different ways that you can go about that. Um, Some are paid tools like Ubersuggest um, from Neil Patel. He has a pretty cool tool and you can type in your topic and all different kinds of search um, queries come up that are related to it. And it tells you the search volume and things like that. Um, And you can be like, okay, this is like, a medium volume search term. It's not too competitive. I'm going to target this in a blog post. Um, You can look at like what people are searching on. Like if you type something into the Google search bar and all of those results pop up, like the Uber suggest in Google, that's like a brilliant free tool because Google knows everything that people are searching on. So they're giving you suggestions based on that keyword. And there you go. You can write about a topic there. Um, Answer the people is a really great tool. You put in um, like a topic and it gives you like a spoken wheel of all the different things that people are talking about or, or asking about on the internet and at sort of that point in time. So you can use that to be like, wow, a lot of people are really interested in um, how to build a side hustle. And then you can sort of go from there and, and pull topics from that. Um, there's Google Keyword Planner. Um, if you're running paid ads, you have access to that. Um, and a couple of other tools too, that, um, can be helpful like SEM rush, et cetera. But I like Uber suggest it's inexpensive and you get tons of content ideas too, in that tool. So you can be like, Oh, everybody else is writing about this and this and this, I'm going to take it and put a different spin on it. And that'll help. That. Yeah. I feel like you should pause the podcast right now and then just go back and write all of those tools that <laughs> she gave you down so that you can go look up your keywords. But I will say, you know, SEO sounds overwhelming at first and you're like, well, what does this stand for? And how do I find keywords? But I know specifically like for our website, we use a platform called Kajabi and there's literally like a little box that says, put your SEO keywords here. Like it's really, really easy once you have the right things to put there. Would you say that most websites have that as well? Yes, absolutely. So many people use like WordPress or Show It or Wix or Squarespace. Those are all like all of those platforms have SEO optimization built in, either as a plugin or just inherently in the platform. And almost all of them, you'll find there's like a little place at the bottom of your page or post that says like SEO. And you put in like your title, which is like, optimized with your keyword and you put in a description, which isn't a ranking factor, but it's like the elevator speech for your copy, right? Somebody's going to read it in the search engine results and be like, Ooh, this is, I need this. I'm going to click over to their website and, and boom, like a huge part of SEO for on-page optimization is done right there. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So how often, let's say you take the first step, you find some keywords, you put it on your blog post. How often do you need to go in and update them or change them? That's such a good question. Um, SEO is definitely a marathon and not a sprint. And I would give any kind of optimization you're doing a minimum of 90 days to start seeing the impact or effect um, in terms of traffic and rankings. 
And then once you start to see, yes, this is working. No, it's not. Then you can go in and tweak, but a minimum of three months. If you're just getting started and your website doesn't have a ton of traffic, I would give it six months and do like a six month check-in and see, did the seasonality of this term change for whatever reason? Um, Is it just not ranking? Do I need to maybe look at the keyword research again, et cetera, but definitely a minimum of 90 days. I think that's really good advice. And then my next question is, how do you know if it's working, right? So you've got like a reminder on your calendar to go look at it. How do you know if your SEO is working? I love this question because one of my most favorite parts about SEO is the data and the analytics. Um, And this is a part that people sometimes forget about. Um, And the two best ways to check if it's working are Google Analytics. Are you getting more traffic to that URL? And then Google Search Console which I geek out about all the time because it's this free tool that Google gives you. And it's pretty much the only way to see what Google is ranking your website for in terms of keywords. So what I like to do, and it's not a perfect science, but if you are a minimalist and you get overwhelmed with the idea of tracking data, do a benchmark. So I, you know, if you are optimizing content and let's say you push something live on the first of the month, go back, make a note in your calendar, go back three months from now, go into Google search console and check the, the term. Did Has it changed in its ranking or impressions or clicks since I first optimized it? And the beautiful thing is Google will give you the graph. You don't really even need to do anything. You just have to go back into the platform and look. Um, and it'll give you three months. You can look year over year, month over month, any custom date set you want. So if you're like, okay, I optimized this three months ago, I can see that it's grown in impressions and clicks. And yeah, so this is working. Or you can see, well, this is flat still. This hasn't done anything. I need to reevaluate. So Google Search Console is my favorite free way to track your rankings and website traffic aside from Google Analytics. I love that. So if you're listening to this and you're like, well, this sounds great. It's basically people finding me on autopilot, but technology completely overwhelms me. I am nervous to do this. What would you tell us? I would say do it anyway. Because (laughs) you... Everybody who is in the online space, especially on social media, is creating content, right? And I think that people assume that the content that they're creating isn't compatible with SEO because, oh, I need a developer. Oh, I need technical skills. None of that is true. You just write the blog post or you write the piece of content. Make sure that you're targeting something that is has some kind of search volume. Write it. Write a good title, a description, and boom, publish it and you're done. So that's really all you need to do. There are additional like tips and tricks, of course, to get more visibility, but just doing it, just pushing that live is like half the battle. So, um, and I would definitely tell, like say to anyone, um, if you're using a platform that most people are using, it's already there for you. You just need to fill it in. It's like plug and play. So um, I would say just think about, okay, I'm going to do step one, my keywords. Step two, I'm going to write my content. Step three, I'm going to fill in the little boxes that my website platform gives me and I'm going to hit publish. And that's all you need to do. I love that so much, especially since we love a good checklist. Um, oh, I love a good checklist. Podcast. So I want to pivot just a minute because you are a mastermind client and you have been in the mastermind since we first kicked this off in the beginning of 2021. So I'm curious if you can share how the community has helped you grow based on where you started and where you're at now. 
This is one of my favorite things to talk about Um, (laughs) because everyone that I talk to about this mastermind, who's not in the mastermind, the word that I'm using over and over again is transformative. Um, And where I was in the beginning of the mastermind was a woman who had a successful business that she grew and had an idea for something bigger and better for herself um, and zero idea how to get there, like zero, right? Um, And the whole idea, people talk about how SEO overwhelms them. The idea of building this new branch of my business overwhelmed the heck out of me. I had no idea. So being in the mastermind has just been this whole mindset shift and all of the tools that you have provided and the community provides for each other have just put me in this place where I'm like, I launched my new website. I'm getting on podcasts. I'm having articles published in the next month. Like all of these things that I dreamed about and I watched you doing over the last few years. I'm like, I want to do that too. And now I am. And just being in the mastermind has been 150% the catalyst for that, you know, Um, and just the tools and breaking it down into steps and really, um, and sort of digestible components And one of the things that I always got stressed out about is I need to do everything all at once. And you have taught me, no, one thing at a time, (laughs) set a timer, Nina, you know, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, break it down into digestible pieces. And then you'll see the end result. Everything is moving towards the goal um, because I'm an all or nothing person. Like I could never build a house because I'd want it all done like the next day. Right. Um, so we've me, used the house analogy a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, that's why I'm really bad at like interior decorating and stuff because I have no patience for the process. But I really, really leaned into the process this time around with the mastermind and just really followed what you've been saying and teaching and coaching. And it's working. So I'm that for me has just been the huge, huge um benefit of being in the mastermind. Plus the group is amazing. Like we're on fire. Like the women yeah. in the group are so inspiring that you get all of this amazing value from you and being in the mastermind, but then you have all of these other women who are like, whoa, you can learn from, and just the vibe, right. You sort of feed off that vibe and that energy. You can't, you can't duplicate that. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. And I always say there's absolutely no reason to do it by yourself. Like somebody has gone through something similar to what you're doing, whether you're in this mastermind or another mastermind. Um, so thank you for sharing a little behind the scenes there. What would you say to someone who's just getting started similar to where you were um, and is, was nervous or is nervous to invest in something that is bigger than like a $99 course? Um, I think that the the thing to ask yourself is in six months or a year from now, do I want to still be in the same place that I'm in? And if you really, really don't want to be stagnant and be in the same place, then you need to start investing. And this is, you know, the mastermind for me, that was a big question mark, right? I've never really invested in my business. Sure. I've, you know, some tools that I use and things like that, but I've never spent money to grow my business in the way that I have in the last year. Um, And I was hesitant to do it, but I see now being, you know, this far into the process, how valuable that investment is. And I've already made that money back. So like, if that's, if you're worried about your bottom line, you're going to make that money back. Um, and you're going to get to where you want to be. And if you have a dream, you know, go for it. It, the, the cost shouldn't hold you back because you're going to, you're going to make it happen for yourself. So I would say, look at it as an investment in yourself and your business and your long-term goals, um, and do it. 
I love that. So inspiring. Okay. So let's pivot one more time. And at the end of every episode, we like to get to know our guests just a little bit better. So my first question is what is your current morning routine? Um, my current morning routine is being desperate for a morning routine. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I really try to curate my mornings. I get up at 5 a.m. So I have at least an hour before my kids get up. They're still pretty young. Um, drink my coffee in peace, look at my planner <laughs> and just sort of set my intentions for the day um, and try to do like little housekeeping stuff. That's my morning routine. And if I'm lucky, I get a workout in. Um, but it doesn't always happen. Like some mornings the kids are up so early and I'm just like, what is going on? But, but that is my goal is up before everyone, coffee, planner, intention, maybe a workout. I love that. Um, what book are you reading right now? Um, I have like, okay, I'm that really annoying person who has like 20 books on their nightstand that I'm reading like all at the same time. But right now I'm reading little fires everywhere. Oh, wait, isn't that a series? It is, but I haven't watched the series. Okay. I feel like we just watched the series. That's why I said that. Um, yeah. So, and it's really good, but like I read like 10 pages at a time and then I'm tired. So I, it's a slow slog, but I love it. Um, and I'm totally intrigued by it. And I love this author. So um, yeah. And then I'm excited to watch the series after. Awesome. Uh, what's the last thing you purchased on Amazon? Um, paper, like ink tape, like <laughs> printer paper, ink for my printer, and then some Christmas presents for my kids. Cause I'm like, so worried about stock and shipping and all of that. So, um, but it actually came like right before you and I jumped on this. Um, my oh, printer paper. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. So let's group regroup back on SEO and tell everyone where they can find you and what you have coming up. Cause I know you have some really cool things coming. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, you can find me on Instagram at Nina Gibson.co or, um, that's my website as well. Nina Gibson.co. Um, and I share lots of tips, um, and tricks for SEO for female entrepreneurs on my Instagram account. And in the new year, I am launching the SEO sisterhood, which is a half day workshop for female entrepreneurs. Um, and it's a working workshop. So we break down all of the things that you need to do for, um, your website's SEO. And the cool part about it is you walk out of that four hour workshop with an SEO marketing plan. So like, you're not just, I'm not just talking at you about what you should be doing for SEO. You're doing it while we're in the workshop. And then you walk out with this plan for the next six months. So you know exactly what you need to be doing. So I'm really excited about it. Um, because I'm hoping it takes sort of the intimidation factor and the confusion out of SEO and women can see that it's accessible um, and something that can really work hard for their business. I love that so much. And I'm such a huge fan of communities where you are actually like putting pen to paper and getting things done. So reach out to Nina. I know she's opening her wait list soon. And thank you so much, Nina. Thank you, Holly. Awesome as usual. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at 
Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymarriehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more. 